Hey, I'm Gabe. I'm Tucker. And this is the Review Cues Podcast. And today we're talking about our favorite fall movies and really just what makes a movie feel like fall. Tucker, how are you doing today, man? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Uh, it's definitely a Monday. That's true. Um, but after this, I'm done for the day, so I'm excited to kind of take a nap. But I'm really <laughs> glad we can sit down and talk about this because, like, as the season changes, it becomes more like fall. This is like... I don't know, this is my favorite time of the year, so I'm ready to discuss this with you. The fall is great, and kind of funny that we've been able to figure out that there's a genre of movies that we would describe as fall movies. I know, we kind of found a hidden genre, this is kind (laughs) of cool. So, I'm just going to open with this. What makes a movie feel like fall to you? So, for me, I would say fall movies kind of, there's a bunch of different aspects of them i'd say that one thing is any movie that's sort of involving family and like family either it's fun family stuff family disputes which we'll talk about some movies that have family disputes like that yeah um just because the upcoming holiday obviously is thanksgiving and that's very much a holiday about family and being together and so i think you know Movies about families and large groups getting together always always makes for a good fall movie. Then I'd say the other one, football movies yeah. tend to hit different in the fall. Yeah. Just no. because it's football season. So we have a few football movies on the list that we'll get to. Um, and then I'd say just like fall colors yep, it being 100%. in movies. There's there's some movies we'll talk about on our lists that hit the jackpot with the fall colors and just the fall setting in general, and uh, I think that makes kind of makes it more fun to watch these movies during the fall. Yeah, no, there's um definitely from the technical aspect, there's something of like using the oranges, the yellows, the soft reds, and uh in your shots. Um, I think for me, I'm a big fan of the writing in movies. And so a lot of my fall movies come from the theming behind them, um, whether that's, like, the end of something or a change. Um, dreariness sometimes, like, sometimes fall just sucks and life does too. That is true. Um, I think the biggest theme I took was, like, transitions, whether it's, like, an emotional place of change, lifestyle, personality, whatever it is. I think for me that's something I really gravitate towards in my fall movies. Um, But also, just like you said, some of the set design stuff of, like, Leaves on the ground and bare trees. Sometimes, like, those subtle Halloween props, you might see, like, one or two jack-o'-lanterns. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Those little things that are just Im- immersive, uh, they help me with my fall movies. So, I guess now, let's go over some of our, our fall movies. Let's dig in. What's uh, What's your first just fall movie you want to touch on? So, the one that popped off in my head first was a pretty recent movie, 2019, I believe. Uh, Ryan Johnson's Knives Out. Great movie. I, the first time I saw it, I I wasn't in love with it. And then I went back and I watched it again probably a month or two later. And I caught so much more of it the second go through. And wow, what a brilliantly written movie. 100%. It's, dude. it's fantastic. Um, just the witty comedy that is interweaved in that movie with a cast that executes it impeccably. Yep. Uh, led by Daniel Craig and Anna de Armas, uh, Chris Evans in a supporting role, 
Christopher Plummer playing the old man. Just just awesome, top to bottom. Um, but also set in the fall. Yep. You know, you got leaves falling around this big old Victorian mansion out in the East Coast area, I, th- mm. I think. I, they don't really give, like, a specific. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's just a fall movie. Um, and it, it kind of changed my opinion of Ryan Johnson because I I fall in the uh, anti-Last Jedi camp. I'm definitely with you in that camp. Um, so. And I, I honestly, before that, didn't know a whole lot about him as a director, so that that really soured me on him but after watching knives out i was like okay this guy is good at this kind of thing let's just keep him away from big franchise blockbuster (laughs) movies no yeah i definitely agree with you on that it's um to touch on the family aspect we said it's very like the royal tenenbaums kind of that's my big like thing i would compare it to um and for me like that holds a very special place in my heart my family we're like clue nerds like we play clue like after every thanksgiving dinner and this is just watching, like, the board game Clue yeah. take place. Um, so, yeah, great choice. Uh, I think for me, for my first one, I've got to go with Zodiac by okay. David Fincher. Which is weird because it doesn't really have those, like, colors that we talked about. But this is a dreary, dreary movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes place over the course of a couple of years. So it's not really set in fall. I'm sure there are a few moments. But, like, something about the, like... Two things. First off, for me, fall, you see, like, the decay of stuff. And Robert Downey Jr.'s character in this just goes through a massive decay. And so, like, maybe that's me just being pretentious and reading too much into it. That's probably what it is. But, like, I don't know. There's something about this movie that screams fall to me, and it's just... It's the perfect movie for this time of year. I I get it. And as somebody from the San Francisco Bay Area, it's always a fun movie to watch, even though it's a little freaky because that actually happened in the San Francisco Bay Area. So not not something I love to revisit too much. Um, But, yeah, I totally agree with you, especially with uh, RDJ and that that kind of decaying fall vibe. Yeah. so my second choice, kind of the, I think we talked about it a little bit before, but sort of the poster child of the fall movie, Fantastic Mr. Fox uh, by Wes Anderson, based on the Roald Dahl children, children's novel. It's a stop-motion movie. So, like, you know, if you're into the Disney animation, probably not your thing, but if you're, you're okay with a little stop-motion, this is this is the fall movie yeah. just i mean on a basic level the colors it's i don't think i've ever seen a movie that has so much orange and light red and yellow and literally trees dropping leaves everywhere yep and the apple cider it's just like it's a classic fall movie and it's even i would argue the book is sort of a typical fall book oh yeah 100 percent. um something that i think you know i remember reading in first or second grade with my with my you know language class or whatever and and um one of the first books i ever remembered so to see it be brought to life on the screen with such an amazing voice cast with george clooney meryl streep there's like 
a million more people. Everyone in the Wes Anderson troop. Yeah. Those. You got yeah. Bill Murray, Owen Wilson. Like, yeah. it's just, it's, you got everyone. It's unreal. Um, so to see it brought to life by those voices was was really cool. And it's always one I, I sort of forget about. And then, you know, when I see the leaves change a little bit, I'm like, oh, I need to watch that movie. Yeah. So yeah, that was my that was my second choice. Yeah, no, the the Fantastic Mr. Fox. I think um, in the filmography of someone like Wes Anderson, I do I do think it kind of gets left out sometimes when you compare it to stuff like Tenenbaums or uh, The Life Aquatic. So I think it's definitely sometimes underappreciated, but it's it's the quintessential fall movie. And like this is me really trying to like hold my inner Wes Anderson fan <laughs> back, but like the symmetricality of his shots and the way he uses that to like convey emotions, the colors, it takes such a simple premise of just a stop motion movie with George Clooney. And it just, there's just so much commentary on the nature of families. And it's just, it's a beautiful thought provoking movie yeah. based on a Roald Dahl book, which is just, it's awesome. Uh, so for me, my number two, which is also just one of my favorite movies ever Gus Van Sant's Goodwill Hunting, written by Matt Damon and Ben Affleck while they're at Harvard, so kind of reflecting that academia that we see in fall as we go back to school. Uh, set at MIT, so it's very, you know, in that world. We're very living in it. But it's just, the colors of it are so fall. They're sitting on that bench. Robin Williams delivers one of the best monologues in, in film. And it's just, like I said, that transition where... Matt Damon's character really has to grow up. Like, he needs to stop being this hurt, scared little boy and become a man because that's what people need him to be. And that's just, it works on so many levels because we see it in his relationships with his friends. We see it uh, in the way he treats Robin Williams. And it's just, it's just something you got to sit down and marvel at that, like, someone so young wrote that. And it's like it's timeless. It hasn't changed, and it's just a it's a beautiful movie. Yeah, I I agree. That's definitely one of my favorites. Um, the Boston Gang, kind of at the very beginning of yep. the height of their powers, um, and just to see them kind of grow up in the years following with the stuff that they've made. Just even recently with the Last Duel, getting back together and writing a movie. Yep, that's a, another story though for another time. That movie and it just. Robin Williams turns in what I think is his best performance yeah, ever in this movie, and it's just, it, it's kind of heartbreaking now that he's gone. It's it, Sometimes it's just hard to watch movies that he's in, having to think about uh, what was going on behind the scenes in his life, but man, if he doesn't make you feel so many emotions in this movie. He's fantastic. He's got to go see about a girl. Like, yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's just how it is. Uh, so what is your next fall movie? So, going back on that theme that I talked about at the beginning of football yep. kind of being a big part of the fall, I'm going to go with a with my first of two football movies okay. that I, I particularly associate with the fall. And I'm going to go with the Peter Berg classic based on the book, Friday Night Lights. Nice. I have a, a opinion about this movie that is going to upset a lot of people. I think it's way better than the TV show, Friday Night Lights on NBC. 100%. It's, I agree with you on that. You know, it's it stays to the source material of the book, and it 
the book is a great story. I mm-hmm. mean, it's it's about a high school dynasty of a football program with some some truly awesome characters kind of pulling the strings. You got Billy Bob Thornton as Coach Gary Gaines, uh, Booby Miles. I don't, I, I don't know who the actor is that played him, but mm-hmm. you know that he those two are kind of the center of the movie. Um, and it's, you know, kind of your classic football movie. You get the coach who is trying to kind of continue this dynasty under um, insane expectations yep. because it is Texas high school football. And if you know anything about Texas high school football. It's a massive deal. They they care a little too much, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably a you, lot too much. Yeah. But. That you probably get the the fans body slamming the refs uh, during the Texas high school football games, um, but yeah, I mean this is this is a fall movie, uh, just purely because of football for me. And then I have one more controversial take because of this movie. I think that the final speech that Billy Bob Thornton gives better than Al Pacino's Any Given Sunday speech. That's I know that's a big step. Why would you say that? He, it's just like, I, I think just the fact that it's high school kids and not like these guys that you've seen throughout any given Sunday who mm-hmm. continually screw up and like do dumb stuff. Like the high school kids, they're innocent and, and they lose. That's, uh, and you know, the speech is rousing even in the fact that they're losing the game and it's it's not as like it's calm compared mm-hmm. to Al Pacino who's kind of rah like he's he's really into it and it also has to do with my Al Pacino opinions cuz I think understated Al Pacino a little better than kind of the more recent heavy overstated mm-hmm. rah Al Pacino that we get more today um so yeah, I, that's that's why I go with the Gary Gaines speech over the Any Given Sunday speech. Not that the Any Given Sunday speech is bad. But I no, it's it's. I mean, it's an opinion. Like that's the great thing about him. You're entitled to it. So, um, so my next one, kind of carrying on with my theme of depressing movies, which uh, maybe says a lot about me. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I've got Denis Villeneuve's Prisoners. Okay. So, set during. Thanksgiving is when the first thing happens. Mm -hmm. It does kind of transition to winter all the way through, but I said, you know what? It starts on Thanksgiving, so I'm going to let myself put it on this list. That's totally fair. And I'd say most of the movie is is fall-centered. I mean, first and foremost, you got to talk about the family aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Hugh Jackman turns in a fantastic, scary performance in this movie. Very underrated. Um... And he's willing to do anything for his daughters. Mm-hmm. And he ends up doing some some very bad things to to keep her safe or to try and find her. Um, but it does definitely touch on that topic of, you know, what you would do for family. Um, but also, back to my theme of transitions and how fall brings about change, Hugh Jackman changes a lot through this movie. Um, he is a prisoner you know, as the title says, of his guilt and his shame and, like, you know, his his grief is holding him hostage. And it, it changes him throughout this movie. He becomes 
an alcoholic and he's just angry at everyone. Um, and something about that just screams fall to me. And just this movie, like I said, it, it's dreary, it's sad, and it's not an easy sit. No. But I'll be damned if it's not, like, one of the best fall movies, in my opinion. I, I'm totally with you. And it's a movie that is anchored by, I would say, I mean, obviously Hugh Jackman, but also Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, oh is, yeah. As, uh, I forget what Detective Loki. Yes. Just kind of a brutal character. But you can tell, like, throughout the whole movie, he's he's on Hugh Jackman's team. He's oh, just yeah. trying to do it within the confines of the law. Yep. And, you know, that adds to sort of that family conflict vibe we've talked about a little bit so far. And, and even though he's not part of the family, he's very much involved in this family affair. So. And definitely the, uh, I would say, the relationship between Terrence Howard and Hugh Jackman, how they're almost kind of brothers. But there's that barrier between them because Terrence Howard, he's got the morals to know that what they're doing to Paul Dano's character is not okay. Mm -mm. And so there's this beautiful pushback between them and how family tries to make each other better. And we try to keep each other from doing the things that we know, you know, are just ultimately, you know, devastating. Mm -hmm. So what is your next fall movie? I'm excited to hear about it. Number four on the fall movie list. I am going with the beginning of one of my favorite trilogies ever fellowship of the ring nice peter jackson lord of the rings it just it doesn't get much better than lord of the rings it really doesn't it's it's the it's peak fantasy action epic movie genre it it checks all the boxes for me um you know I feel like particularly Fellowship of the Ring gives fall vibes because I, I'm just kind of now manifesting this idea in my head that the movie sort of is the end of one adventure in Bilbo. So, you know, fall is kind of setting in for him and mm -hmm. he's an old man and he's, he's done. And then when you tie the Hobbit movies in with Fellowship of the Ring makes it just a little bit cooler. And then we kind of see the beginning for, for Frodo. Um, and fall, you know, if you tie it in with the school year, it's the beginning. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of it's sort of a beginning and an end yeah, in, no. the, in the same movie. Um, and also, you know, it hits with the colors. Yep. We get a lot of fall imagery with, with leaves falling and places like Hobbiton and, and uh, the elf the elf city, Rivendell, yep. um, throughout the movie. And then the finale of the movie screams fall. Yep. They're they're in a forest which is in the fall. Leaves are falling. We get Boromir dying in the leaves. It's you know, you get a lot of that fall imagery. Yeah, no, I I personally think you could put any of the Hobbit or any of the Lord of the Rings movies that, on this yeah. list, um, because like I I never approached it from the thought you have of like that the fact that it's a beginning and an end, and that's because uh, in a way that's what fall is. It's it's the end of summer and the beginning of winter, mm -hmm. and so that's a really cool thought. I never thought about that, and I'm going to rewatch it tonight with that in mind. <laughs> um, so my next one, another really sad, depressing movie, got Noah Baumbach's Marriage Story. Ooh. Um, 
So, like, as a child of divorce, I'll tell you, like, this is a, a very sad movie. Um, but that theme of change, mm-hmm. this is the one that I was really, I noticed it most in. Because the, the characters in this, they, they change more than we like. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Driver's Charlie is, in, in, some, in some aspects, he's not a good character. Screaming at your ex-partner, wishing that they would die. that Not a great move. Um, but, like, there are also things that stay constant throughout this movie. Um, the care that they have for each other when they're asking the lawyers to not take stuff too far. The fact that he loves his son. Like, it's just... It's a beautiful, thought-provoking, very sad movie. Um... But it just, that theme of change is just so present throughout it. And it just, even though it's it's pretty sad, it's pretty dreary, you also know that there's a deep warmth and love under it. You just have to look for it. Yeah. I, I'm i with you. I struggled to get through that movie. It, it is a hard sit, yes. It is, it is a hard, hard movie to watch, in my opinion. I... It's it is about as sad as it gets. Yep. Um, I would put it for me up there with, eh, yeah, probably up there with A Star Is Born. Yeah. Those are those are tough watches for me. Yeah. Star Is Born gets a little little boost from the music that helps, <laughs> but it is, in my opinion, probably the two best performances acting wise of that year. Oh yeah. With with Adam Driver, Driver and Scarlett Johansson, just because they're they're believable, basically the whole way through. If if you're not crying by the end of this, do you really have emotions? Like <laughs> it's, it's kind of the litmus test because like this movie will devastate you to your core. Yeah. I don't care who you are, you are not getting out of this movie unscathed. <laughs> uh, okay, so what is your fifth and final fall movie? So. This is kind of the other end of the litmus test spectrum. <laughs> I think if you don't cry tears of joy at the end of this movie, you are you you are emotionless. And it is Rudy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Rudy is probably the best feel good sports movie yep. of them all. It is awesome. It's Notre Dame football. I'm not even a Notre Dame fan, but this movie makes me want to root for Notre Dame. Just uh, off the small chance that maybe there's another Rudy on the team this year. Definitely not, but you never know. What Go if, Cuse. What if there is? Go Cuse. Um, Sean Astin plays Rudy, small-town kid, just trying to trying to play football and live out his dream at Notre Dame. We see him grind all the way to the top we get two of the best uplifting movie scenes ever mm-hmm. in one movie the jackets it's classic and obviously the end of the movie rudy getting carried off the field after getting the big play yep and you know it's another football movie it oozes fall and it also has you know a family story you know the the heart of the movie Sorry, the heart of the movie is he's trying to, you know, do this so his dad can see him play in a Notre Dame football game, mm-hmm. and also f- 
for himself. You know, he's getting an education and he's he's impressing, you know, the the mean brothers and stuff and he's proving them all wrong, which it just it feels like fall, you know, cuz it's it's a family movie and it's a football movie, which yeah. is apparently the only things I associate with fall right now. Um but yeah, Rudy that it's Pro, just it's, it's such a good movie. It's so good. Everyone loves an underdog, and Sean Astin, great performance. You can't help but feel bad for him all the way until the end. And when you when he has that moment, you just you want to scream like, just go seize it, like go get your dreams, because it's like, it's a great movie. No, I totally agree with you on that. Um, so my last one, uh, kind of going back to Pacino as everything returns to. Mm-hmm. Um, I got Martin Brest's Scent of a Woman. Okay. Very, sometimes I think underappreciated movie, especially Chris O'Donnell's performance in it. Um, He tends to be kind of a forgotten actor nowadays, Um, but just Philip Seymour Hoffman, Pacino, all of them, they take what should be kind of a a stupid concept of Chris O'Donnell being like a guide dog for Pacino's character, and they turn it into this rousing story of, ethics and integrity and what it takes to be a man and it's just it takes place in you know a school so we do have that academic vibe that for me always does kind of scream fall um it's obviously set in fall you know there's that one shot as chris o'donnell rides his bike and the leaves are just piled up massively yep um so it does set that fall vibe but like this movie like i said my my big theme of change that i see in fall you kind of see all of these characters go through a change. Um, you know, you see Chris O'Donnell, there's a point where you think maybe he's going to sell out for, you know, he doesn't, he keeps his integrity. And you've got Pacino, who he's kind of a jerk through a lot of this movie, but in the end delivers just an amazing defense of Chris O'Donnell and, and you know, how he's really the only pure good one of all of them. Uh, and it's just... It's maybe one of the most, besides, like, Fantastic Mr. Fox, one of the most visually fall movies on my list. But thematically, it's also just just so fall, in quotes. Yeah. But. Checks a lot of boxes about fall. And staying on the Pacino train. Yeah, I'm on the Pacino train <laughs> 100% of the time. Um, so, yeah, is there anything else you'd like to add? I, I had a. You know, I had a quick thought because we've been talking about movies. Okay. What about, we'll just keep it to one, the most fall scene of a movie. Oh, wow. Okay. I have one that's like screaming in my head right now. Okay, you do yours because this gives me time to think about mine. I'm going, mainly this just popped in my head because we've been talking about Al Pacino nonstop. The Godfather, number one. Yeah. Walking down the street. With Kay, when he gets back from Italy, it's you got the girls riding the bikes, the leaves are falling, he's back, but it's also sort of symbolic of he's he's part of the family now. And when I say the family, I mean the, the family, the family, the organized crime, the, the not so good stuff. Um, but it's it's just such a fall scene. Also, very cool trivia shot about 10 minutes from where i grew up oh okay so very cool 
Um, okay, I guess if I had to pick one fall scene, I'm going to take La La Land, one of my favorite movies. Okay. Um, and it's when Ryan Gosling's character has been on the road with John Legend for mm-hmm. this long amount of time, and you see there's this growing rift between Mia, mm-hmm. and it's just, you, you see that, that they're changing. And as much as I hate to admit it, we know that the, the breakup is coming. Um, and like I said, that I don't know what it's about me, why I'm so sad and fall. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I've got something new to examine about myself. Like, <laughs> that change, and you can feel it. Like, it's impending with, with the music, and you know that they've got to go their separate ways to chase their dreams. I think that might be my most fall scene. There you go. All I, right. I think that's totally fair. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, yeah.